And now, story time with Mr. Black. The father of leadership. With everything going on in Ukraine, with Russia, President Vladimir Zelensky is really making people take a look at what is leadership. What does leadership look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Are there any more leaders out there? And what type of leadership is there? And this reminds me of a great story, a a leadership story, a story of leadership by example. Over 200 years ago, a man in civilian clothes rode past a small group of tired and battle-weary soldiers. They were digging what appeared to be an important defensive position. The leader of the group wasn't making any effort to help. He was just barking orders and threatening to punish the group if the work wasn't completed in a fast manner. Why aren't you helping? The stranger asked on horseback. I'm in charge. The men do as I tell them, said the leader. He added, help them yourself if you feel so strongly about it. To the leader's surprise, the stranger got off his horse and helped the men, and they completed the job in a timely fashion. Before he left, the stranger congratulated the men for their work and approached the confused leader. You should notify top command next time your rank prevents you from supporting your men, and I will provide a more permanent solution, the stranger said. Up close, the now humble leader recognized it was General George Washington and was taught a lesson he would never forget. Never ask your people to do something you are not willing to do yourself. This is one of the keys of leadership. And never be weary of getting in the trenches with your people. Get in their position. There's a leadership principle that says when you change your position, you change your perception. When you change your position, you change your perception. We've got to be willing to get in the trenches with our people. Working side by side, understanding that we're all in this together. It makes us all one. It makes you one of them. It makes them one of you. This is what we call a team. And years ago, I heard it said the best way to get someone on your team is to let them know you are on their team. Then there's only one team. I've read so much about General Washington. Prior to his appointment as head of the Continental Army, Washington had never commanded a large army in the field. George Washington was but one of a handful of candidates that were considered uh, by the Second Continental Congress to be the military commander. But by European standards, Washington's experience in commanding large conventional armies was non-existent. Leading up to the French and the Indian Wars, Washington had ably commanded the Virginia Regiment, but this provincial military unit never had more than 2,000 men in its ranks, and in 1754, Washington commanded nearly 100 regulars and 300 militia at the ill-fated Battle of Fort Necessity. And from the website mountvernon.org, talking about George Washington, it says this, Despite the seeming lack of experience in managing large army formations, Washington brought a number of strengths to his new position as commander of the Continental Army. 
Washington had learned many important command principles from the British regular officers that he marched with during the French and Indian War and British Army manuals that he studied. He also witnessed firsthand how vulnerable British formations could be in the rough, timbered frontier land that predominated in North America. His verve, impressive physical presence, and command instincts helped to hold together an ill-equipped force that outlasted his more experienced opponents. Again, kind of likeness of Russia and Ukraine, and I'm not uh, making any other comparisons, just a simple one here. And as Benjamin Franklin would famously state, an American planter who had never seen Europe was chosen by us to command our troops and continued during the whole war. This man sent home to you one after another, five of your best generals, baffled, their heads bare of laurels, disgraced even in the opinion of their employers. See, that's the power of a leader. And we live in a time in America where we seem to rip apart our founding fathers because they weren't perfect. Well, last time I checked my good book, Romans 3.23, says we all fall short of the glory of God. There is no perfect, only one. And it's not me, it's not you, it's not George Washington, it's not Joe Biden, it's not Donald Trump, it's none of us. What's lacking today is leadership. We need leadership. And from allprodad.com, I like this list, 10 leadership lessons that we could take from General George Washington. First of all, you need to believe in your men. General Washington believed in his men. Secondly, he was a man of exemplary character. What happened to character counts? What happened to Dr. King's famous dream that he dreamed to live in a country where one day his four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but they will be judged by the content of their character? General Washington, even though it was illegal to have slaves and he had them, he was a man of character. He treated others with the utmost respect. You know, people matter. The greatest asset of any team is the hearts and minds of your people. He held his men accountable. Along with respect come expectation. I believe in you, therefore I expect you to come through. And again, trust and commitment go hand in hand. If you can't trust someone, how can you commit to them? And if someone can't commit to you, how can you trust them? He loved his men. It showed. Love is a verb. It's not a noun. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For a veteran so loves their country, they do something about it. For a law enforcement officer so loves their community, they do something about it. Love is a verb. And General Washington loved his men. He placed the welfare of his men ahead of his own. Rule number one about being a leader is not about you. Get off yourself. We have so many leaders today. It's all about them, what they need, what they want, what the world needs to do to bow uh, to their needs. General Washington was personally invested in the cause. He was emotionally involved. He personally invested in the cause, not only blood, sweat, tears, emotions, but hard cash. He funded a lot of the war. He did not waver from his guiding principles. He was a man of principles. He was against tyranny, so he was not a tyrant. You know, he valued freedom, so he extended it to others. He believed in the principles expressed in the Declaration of Independence, and he lived as if they were his own life to secure. He was a man of deep faith who demonstrated that via his actions, right? Washington was respected as a man of faith more for what he did than what he said. Remember, 
a picture is worth a thousand words. And the typical human being speaks at 120 to 150 words per minute. Mr. Black, why well, I get to 180. And lastly, General Washington's leadership characteristics is he took his responsibilities seriously. It says here, Washington did not want to come out of retirement and the life he enjoyed at his estate and then lead a new nation. What he wanted was peace and quiet. But he also knew that the mark of a leader is to use the gifts you have and to use them for the betterment of the world. General Washington did not shirk from that, even though he was tempted. He could have been king of America if he wanted to be. That's leadership. It wasn't about him. It was about service. It was about sacrifice. It was about being all that he could be to lay the foundation for a country that desired to be all that it could be. Ladies and gentlemen, when you live your life like it matters, you become a great leader that this world, that this country so desperately needs. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.